Well, like president, like former president, like new president, the Biden administration continues to militarize the bureaucracies. Who knew the French had a sense of humor? And of course, everything is racist. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. So, first things first, before we get started, rest in peace, Olivia Newton John. Um, she passed away at the age of 73 from, a, I guess, a 30 year battle with breast cancer. Uh, she is of course the 70s singer who's really popular um she starred as one of the main characters in the movie Grease with John Travolta um sad day I personally did not like any of her music I personally did not like the movie Grease I uh but you know I I did she was pretty and she was sweet and you know she was a nice gal it's it's sad. So, rest in peace to Olivia Newton-John. Okay, let's get to the news. So, the Department of Justice and the FBI are just proving that we need to change the way our justice system works. Uh, and I got to tell you, and I'm going to say this a few times, this is how civil wars and revolutions start. Yesterday morning, the FBI raided Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago home cracked a safe, and took out about 15 boxes worth of paperwork. They grabbed the paperwork indiscriminately, which means they probably grabbed some of Trump's private papers. This is absolutely unheard of. It's never happened that the FBI has raided a former president. It never happened in history of the, in the history of the presidency. Even when Bill and Hillary Clinton stole $28,000 worth of White House art and property, did the FBI raid the home, raid their home? Hell, they never raided Hillary Clinton's home when she was she created a secret personal server that was holding classified material. They gave her the time to destroy it all and zero out the hard drives on the servers. Apparently, this has nothing to do with January 6th. Trump had some papers that the National Archive wanted, and the negotiations had apparently stalled. And so they contacted the DOJ, and the DOJ approved it, and the F that was contacted the FBI. By the way, nothing here is illegal. I mean, I know the news media is trying to push it as there was some sort of illegal doings by Donald Trump, but technically, no, there wasn't. The archive just wanted the paperwork back. But this has never been done before. And it's very common for a president, very common for a president to go in and, and take paperwork home. He will declass, declassify the paperwork. He will make copies when they ask. Trump admitted, Trump lawyers admitted they were working with the uh, National Archive. But, okay, they didn't get it fast enough? So Trump released a statement. This happened yesterday morning, and we didn't find out about it till mid-afternoon. So this is what he said. These are dark times for our nation, as my beautiful home, Mar-a-Lago in Palm Beach, Florida, is currently under siege. 
raided and occupied by a large group of FBI agents. About 30 agents actually went over there. And uh, let's let's be careful with Donald Trump. He does like to exaggerate a little bit. So we'll we'll have to see what exactly happened because we don't have that much information. Okay, continuing with the statement. Nothing like this has ever happened to a president of the United States before. That's true. After working and cooperating with the relevant government agencies, the unannounced raid on my home was not necessary or appropriate. Even the National Archives said that just the negotiations were stalled. They wanted to get it back and that they were negotiating with them. It is prosecutorial misconduct, the weaponization of the justice system, and an attack by radical left Democrats who desperately don't want me to run for the president in 2024, especially based on recent polls, and who will likewise do anything to stop Republicans and conservatives in the upcoming midterm elections. That is absolutely true. Such an assault could only take place in a broken third world countries. Sadly, America has now become one of those countries, corrupt at a level not seen before. They even broke into my safe. What is the difference between this and Watergate, where operatives broke into the Democratic National Committee? Here in reverse, Democrats broke into the home of the 45th President of the United States. Absolutely correct. Everything he said there was absolutely correct. Maybe he exaggerated the the raid and stuff, but that is stuff. Here, there are two things we can take away from this right off the bat. Our bureaucracies are broken. Our bureaucracies have been given way too much power. And they either need to be fixed or they need to be eliminated. And that's going to be the first thing, I guarantee you. Whichever president wins, whether it's DeSantis or Trump, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to just destroy the upper rankings of these bureaucracies. And second... um. Again, revolutions and civil wars have started like this. Because one of the things Democrats are pointing out, or Republicans are pointing out, hey, if they can do this to the 45th president of the United States, why is it hard to believe that they do it to you? And didn't they just have a bill or vote on a bill on Sunday that gets 87,000 more IRS enforcement officials? They are coming after us. Not, not mind you, not service people. Enforcement officials. Which means they are looking to take your money. This is how communist countries start. This is how fascist countries start. This is how dictatorships start. After the raid went public, crowds appeared outside protesting this. People did not like what the government just did because people already know, hey, we've got too big a government right now. This government needs to be shaved down a tad. We need to get rid of these bureaucracies. The EPA, the FBI, the uh, IRS. The IRS has already been used by the Obama administration to target conservative groups. This is not unprecedented. The FBI was targeting Trump before he became president and was spying on him after he became president. This is not unprecedented. This has happened before. 
Well, I think this is going to ha- this is going to have an opposite effect. I, there are going to be effects here. First things first, um, they don't know what they took, which, by the way, is illegal. You need to know what you need to make sure all of those people have the right uh, the right security clearance, and you should in that in that warrant. You should have something that says this is what you can take, this is what you can't take. They just took everything. Indiscriminately, just threw crap in the boxes. So you can expect in the next month or so, I would say probably October, beginning of October, um, there's going to be some leaks from the FBI leaking out Trump information that might be seen as embarrassing for Trump. I bet you a dollar that's going to happen. And all this is to stop Trump from running in 2024. Because you know what? They know they're going to lose. That The Democrats have nobody. And they need, they need to get rid of Trump. And this is the best way to do it. Here's the problem that the Democrats are going to have. Um, it's probably going to have the opposite effect. Trump has been saying this crap for the last five years, six years almost. Seven, eight years. He was always talking about the swamp. This kind of just proves it, doesn't it? It proves that we're very swampy in this country. So I think it's going to encourage Trump to run. And he said he said about as much. He said, yeah, they're not going to like it in 2024. We're going to drain that swamp again. And I really don't think this is going to help them in November. Because here's the reality. We are all living in a real world here. We're, we're struggling. It's expensive. Remember $6 a pound for ground beef, which is just really old steak that's ground up? People only know $5 gas price, 4 to $5 gas prices. People only know what they see. A botched withdrawal in, from Afghanistan, uh, a, a formula shortage. We're looking at a food shortage. We see what's going on. And you release, let's just say you release a tax record that says that Donald Trump is not worth $4 billion, he's only worth $2 billion or $1 billion. Do you honestly think that's going to change anybody's mind? That's what they're looking for. That stuff will be leaked. And that is not going to stop Trump from running. Okay, so, of course, there are reactions. And the reactions were typical, depending on the side they're in. Um, the media had some things to say, but I, 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 it, it's all the same thing. And so, here's a guy named Neil Katyal, who was on uh, MSNBC. And he pretty much summed it up. He pretty much summed it up. So it's just about a two-minute thing. L- listen to what he had to say. And then, I mean, my God, these guys are so out of touch. Listen. As a lawyer, I mean, the reason I show up on these shows is because I believe so much in the rule of law. And what it signifies to me, the news yesterday, is the Justice Department is returning to its historical position as a law enforcement agency above politics, trying to do the right thing and enforce the laws when they're violated. And, um, you know, the best way I can put this is the reaction by the House GOP, which tweeted yesterday night. They said, quote, if they can do this to a 
former president, imagine what they can do to you, end quote. Yeah, exactly. That's called the rule of law. That's the department. That's its job, which is to do to you and me or the president or former president what should be done. It's the same yardstick for everyone. And, you know, I've shared with you and others my frustrations about the pace that Merrick Garland has had, you know, in the in the past months. Um, and it's been tough, but he is meticulous and careful. And if there's anyone you want to be taking this step of of search or authorizing the search of a former president's home and a possible criminal investigation into a former president, it's this guy. This is not some rabid partisan or something like that. This is a guy who Republicans and Democrats alike deeply, deeply respected um, as a judge. He's not bloodthirsty. And so if he's making this call, and along with Lisa Monaco, and I share everything Joyce said about Lisa, with whom I've worked in two different administrations, um, that team together is the right team, non-political, careful, meticulous, and deliberate. When I say out of touch, I mean out of touch. This guy, I, okay, I if there are kids in the room, tell them to leave, but I'm going to quote Joe Pesci uh, from My Cousin Vinny. Everything that guy said is bullshit. There is nothing bullshit. Merrick Garland is the most partisan guy in, in the DOJ. There is no question this was a partisan hit job. This is not about, this is not an example of the FBI and DOJ being nonpartisan. If it were, they would have done the same thing with Hillary Clinton. That is complete crap. And by the way, one of the reasons that Merrick Garland is not prosecuting Trump is not because he's being meticulous. It's been almost two years now is because he has nothing on Trump. And again, uh, oh yeah, I was waiting and waiting for this and, and illegal and all this crap. Here's the problem. They just wanted their papers back. Nothing Trump did was actually illegal. So I don't know. This had nothing to do with January 6th. And the big problem people have is that the rule of law, we all believe, first up, I'll get to that in a second. The rule of law is not being dealt out equally. It's not. We all see it. Criminals. I, and by the way, when did the Democrats ever give a crap about law? They're letting out criminals left and right. Have you seen the murder rates lately? Have you seen the robbery rates? You can go on Twitter any day of the week, open it, and it will actually show you a bunch of people walking in just stealing crap and running out. Nobody gets arrested. In California, in California, you have to steal $1,000 to get anything more than a ticket. I don't want to hear about rule of law from this bozo. This is the same militarization of the bureaucracies that Obama did with the IRS, that Obama did with the DOJ. Merrick Garland is no different than that other bozo that that uh, Obama had in his... I can't remember his name. This is the same thing. Here's the reality. One reporter asked the big question. Does this mean Trump can't run in 2024 if he's convicted of something? That's what they're trying to do. You know, here's the problem. 
it's really obvious. These guys aren't hiding the ball or anything. I mean, this is really obvious stuff. Independents can see this. They're like, well, yeah, we don't want them to do this. And they did this the day after they signed, they're, they're going to have a law that, that adds 87,000 enforcement IRS officers? That I can't get over. That I can't get over. Oh, no, those 87,000, they're just for rich people. Yeah, bull. Bull, bull, bull. They're going to go after everybody. They're going to take everybody's money away. Okay, the left, surprisingly, has been actually kind of quiet about this. AOC and Ilhan Omar, who are as leftist as they get, they actually haven't said anything. You know why? Because they hate, A, they hate law enforcement. Okay, they're going to look like hypocrites if Trump goes to jail, yet murderers are not going to jail. And B, yeah, this was a bad look. I, I, I tell you, this was a bad look. And I think a lot of Democratic politicians know that this was really a bad look. That maybe Merrick Garland stepped over his skis on this one. But, you know, there are idiots out there, and one of them is Pramila Jayapal, uh, who's a Democrat from Washington. She tweeted this stuff. That's what happens when you break the law, try to steal an election, and incite a deadly insurrection. By the way, that's not what happened. He didn't break a law. They just, National Archive just wanted their, their papers back. So technically, and by the way, um, here's the other thing. Illegal search and seizure? I'm pretty sure that's in the Constitution. We need to see. We need to see uh, the actual warrant, what they were looking for, because the FBI agents didn't really look at anything. They just took stuff and threw it into a box, 15 boxes. I'm sure we're going to hear what they, they took because it's going to be leaked because they're going to try and embarrass Trump. I, I, I'm pretty positive of it. Okay, anyway, I, I'm talking here. So let's start. That. That's what happens when you break the law, try to steal an election, and incite a deadly insurrection. By the way, it had nothing to do with January 6th. Donald Trump should be in jail. I'm glad to see the FBI taking steps towards accountability. Well, Donald Trump is the only one she wants to see in jail. This is the big problem, and people see this. It's always people who don't agree with you they want thrown in jail. Don't agree with the... She doesn't want the gang members thrown in jail. She doesn't want the people that are crossing the border illegally thrown in jail. She doesn't want rapists or thieves thrown in jail. She wants political enemies thrown in jail. Don't forget, this broad is against... is for bail reform. This one is for... Justice reform. She doesn't want bail. She is for defunding the cops. She's very vocal about it. But she's only for defunding the cops when it comes to criminals. She's not for defunding the cops when it comes to getting rid of political enemies. Uh, Representative Ro Khanna, who actually is a moderate Democrat, uh... 
He's a progressive Democrat. Let's remember, there, there are three types of Democrats, leftists, progressives, and moderates. He's a progressive Democrat, but he's kind of leans between the moderate and progressive. He said on MSNBC, but look, the FBI doesn't go in unless a judge signs off on a search warrant. You know something? It's really easy for a judge to sign off on a search warrant. If you have enough evidence, it's just not that big of a deal. Or you make up evidence. Let's not forget that Donald Trump spent four years with Russia, Russia, Russia on fake evidence that a judge signed up on, signed off on. By the way, everyone knows this. That means they have some probable evidence about possible wrongdoing. And it's something that the whole country needs to pay attention to and shows that Justice Garland, Attorney General Garland, is setting this up step by step. Here's the problem Garland has. Garland knows he has nothing. He is right. Garland is trying to set something up. The problem is he's actually violating the law by trying to use the law to investigate Trump. You don't investigate a person, you investigate a crime. Right now, Garland actually doesn't have a crime. He's trying to fabricate one. And he's going to investigate Trump until he finds something that Trump did. And the leftists want him to find something. Well, there's a reason. You could go to a grand jury at any time and indict Trump. If the grand jury finds you have enough information to indict him. Guess what? Garland doesn't have enough. That's why he hasn't taken this to a grand jury. Grand juries are simple. 50 people, a majority have to agree there was something there. Garland, is the, the, the attorney for the state, is the only one that argues. There's no defense put up. That's why most people get indicted. It's, you can, like I said uh, last week, I think I was, you can indict a ham sandwich. It's really easy to indict. Why hasn't Garland indicted Trump? Because he doesn't have anything. He is searching and searching and searching. You can't, you can't indict him on, on tax fraud or anything. You can't indict him because the IRS knows of Trump. They audit him all the time. The Republicans are screaming about this, and you know what they should. And they should scream loud, hard, and long. This should be a platform for the 2022 midterm elections. They should really point this out. Ron DeSantis tweeted, the raid on of Mar-a-Lago is another escalation in the weaponization of federal agencies against the regime's political opponents. While people like Hunter Biden get treated with kid gloves. Now, the regime is getting another 87,000 IRS agents to wield against its adversaries. Banana Republic. Everything he's talking about is correct. Everything he's talking about is absolutely correct. Notice he doesn't mention Trump here, and he doesn't mention Trump because he might run against Trump in 2024, but he's right. House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy tweeted, Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. That's right, because in the 2022 midterms, the House is going to have the power to actually do these investigations. And they'll do those investigations public. 
They will make sure everyone hears everything. This is one of the reasons why I don't think Biden is going to survive till the end of um, January. I think they're going to get rid of Biden. Uh, South Dakota Governor Christy Nome tweeted, and I, the reason I include her is she's also a 2024 candidate. The FBI raid on President Trump's home is an unprecedented political weaponization of the Justice Department. They've been after President Trump as a candidate, as a president, and now as a former president. Using the criminal justice system in this manner is un-American. It is. And that's one of the reasons why I sit back and I say to myself, hey, you know something? We could be looking at a revolution. People are getting tired of this. People are not going to tolerate this crap. And by the way, it's the left that doesn't want guns. The right is no problem with guns. Revolution. It could happen. It could happen. The Constitution says we have a right to do that, to overturn the government. Now, that might sound like kind of crazy conspiracy theory, and it kind of is, but the reality is this is exactly why the Constitution was written, to protect ourselves, the Second Amendment especially, to protect ourselves from the government. Do you notice the current government wants to get rid of GARMS? Yeah, they want to get rid of arms because they don't want any fighting. Where have they done that? I don't know. Nazi Germany, um, fascist Italy, uh, Soviet Union, China, Venezuela, Cuba. I could come up, I could rattle off countries all day. Republican National Committee Chairwoman Ronna Romney McDaniel, she tweeted, An absolute power corrupts absolutely. Countless times we have examples of Democrats flouting the law and abusing power with no recourse, including Hunter Biden. Democrats continually weaponize the bureaucracy against Republicans. This raid is outrageous. Now, they keep bringing up Hunter Biden, and there's a reason to keep bringing up Hunter Biden. I mean, why does Biden continue to support the Ukrainian war? Why does Biden continue to back off of China? Because Hunter Biden has made it that his father is compromised. His father is getting money from Ukraine or got money from Ukraine. His father got money from China. So he's got to bow down to those countries in order to keep getting that money or simply hide the evidence that maybe he is compromised. There is a stark difference between Democrats and Republicans. I'm surprised for the lack of I'm surprised by the lack of response for the Democrats. I thought they'd be celebrating. They're not. The media is. But they're not celebrating this. Probably cuz they know Republicans are right here. That this is weaponization, and it's not going to do them well for November. I tell you what, if you're a candidate uh, running in November and you're a conservative Republican, you use this. This is big. And you use this in every speech because this is going to, this is going to scare the crap out of voters. It scares the crap out of me. I won't lie. This, this is scary. All right, our next story. Yeah, I'm going to run late because I'm going through all these stories. So, you know, everything is racist, even a mountain. Here's Jalen Rose, a basketball analyst for ESPN. 
he decided to say that Mount, Ru Mount Rushmore is racist and triggering for him. And we must, as a people of anti-racists, we must actually go in and totally ignore Mount Rushmore and stop using the term. Okay, listen. Why do you think Washington changed their name from Redskins? I do a show and didn't say that word for eight years. And my co-host David Jacoby, we both said they're going to change the name one day. Why? Because it's offensive. What about the Cleveland Indians? Same thing. Why did they change the name? Because it's offensive. So I want to continue to challenge myself and to challenge you to do something. Can we retire using Mount Rushmore? That should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans, the indigenous people, who were the first people here before Christopher Columbus. That land was stolen for them when it was discovered that it contained gold. And 25 years later, to add insult to injury, four American presidents were put on what we call Mount Rushmore on the top of the dead bodies that is buried right underneath. So I call for you and for myself, I'm owning this too. Let's stop using the term Mount Rushmore when we're talking about our favorite rappers, talking about our favorite movies, we're talking about our favorite players. I know you're going to see this video and I know you're going to take action. Okay, um, first off, I, I think maybe Jalen needs to learn a little history, maybe learn a book or something before he starts talking, spouting his crap. First off, the Washington Redskins and the... Um, the Washington Redskins and the Cleveland Indians insulted nobody. It insulted the left. Nobody gave a shit. The Indians didn't care, for Christ's sake. Let's 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 call it what it is. The left is through an absolute hissy fit, and and in order to be politically correct or woke or whatever, they decided to change their names. The Indians have been the Indians for hundred years. So that's crap. By the way, the land was not stolen from the Native Americans. And I'm going to go off on, on the Indian thing because I'm so tired of it. It was either bought from them, like New York, or it was conquered. That's how land is usually acquired. The Indian tribes, the Indian tribe that actually held the land by Mount Rushmore conquered another Indian tribe. And that Indian tribe conquered another Indian tribe. That's how land is acquired. Usually, which is something Jalen will never know, usually the conquering Indian tribe would enslave, execute, or eating eat those they conquered. That's what the Indians did. When you think when you think of scalping. Let's, let's use this example. What civilization, and I use that term loosely, what civilization do you think of? Do you think of the pilgrims? No, because it was what the Indians actually did. Examples of the brutality of large and violent tribes could be the Aztecs, the Mayans, the Incas. They were brutal.
smaller tribes actually joined the colonists to to fight against the larger, more aggressive tribes. He doesn't know that. Around New York, they did this. The, they would join the colonists because the colonists had better technology so that they could protect against the bigger tribes. Finally, people like this idiot like to point out that 90% of the Indians were killed by colonists. Now, mind you, most of those were killed by disease. That's not a genocide. Okay, there was not, not a lot of, ep, uh, uh, not a lot of uh, understanding of viruses back in the 1600s, 1700s. What they failed to point out is 30% of the colonists were also killed by the Indians in war. We just won the war. This is just a tip of the trivia I could give you when it comes to the Indian civilizations and why they got their asses kicked by the colonists. I think Jalen should just shut up and dribble or go get yourself a history book and start learning. And by the way, this a lot of people are like this. All right. Okay, this is kind of a funny story. I, I don't even think this is that big of a deal. Space may be closer... This is according to the New York Post. Space may be closer than we think. Perhaps even sitting on a charcuterie board. It's a cutting board. I'm going to use cutting board because I don't even know how to pronounce this word. A French scientist has had to apologize for his spicy space prank after he tweeted a picture of a slice of chorizo claiming it was a distant star captured by the James Webb Telescope. Entienne Klein, a physicist and director of France's Alternative Energies and Atomic Energy Commission, shared the photo of the slice-cured meat on Twitter last week, gushing over the level of detail it provided. Picture of Proxima Centauri, the, the nearest, quote, Picture of Proxima Centauri, the nearest star to the sun, located 4.2 light years away from us, was taken by the James Webb's telescope, end quote, a translation of the tweet read. This, le quote, this level of detail, a new world is unveiled every day. Of course, he got into trouble. I mean, it's, <laughs> I, I hope he doesn't get into a lot of trouble because this is just kind of funny how people bite on all this stuff, you know. I tell you what, look at if you look at the picture, this you can tell one of the spices is actually sticking out of the of the meat. So it looks if you really look at it. Now I would have been fooled by this too, but that does not mean that I, I don't think the joke is funny. He tweeted this after to apologize. Well, when it's cocktail hour, cognitive bias seemed to find plenty of enjoy. Beware of it. Don't forget, this is translated from French. Beware of it. According to contemporary cosmology, no object related to Spanish uh, meats exists anywhere else other than Earth. In view of some comments, I feel compelled to clarify that this tweet showing an alleged snapshot of Proxima Centauri was a form of amusement. Let us learn to be wary of arguments from authority as much as the spontaneous eloquence of certain images. Okay, I'm sorry, this is just funny. I know he's probably going to get into trouble for this. He shouldn't. 
Okay, he made a joke. He, he admits, yeah, I was having a couple of glasses of champagne or wine or whatever the French drink. He made a joke, probably with a couple of his buddies, and he tweeted this out. I'm sorry, I think it's funny, and we should give this guy a break. Matter of fact, he should be promoted. And he does have a good point. Don't trust all authority. Always investigate on your own. So that should be a good thing. So, you know, even though his he did kind of apologize, he didn't. He just said, yeah, I made a joke. Good for him. Pranks are a good thing. Okay. Um, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Visit, uh, go to rumble.com and visit dumbassestalkingpolitics. I'm working on a new video right now. It's a little longer than the other videos. I hope you guys have a great day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.